I also want to point out to even list seeking help, like in our situation where we didn't get the answer that we wanted, but still mm -hmm. pushed past that from a professional, a professional right. who was probably used to dealing with people who had a lot more net worth than we did. Mm -hmm. And that's what I took away from it. I'm like, he's used to dealing with people who have millions of dollars off bat. So seeing our little saving nest egg, he's probably like, oh yeah, no, this is not gonna work out. But even after that, like you can still find a way, like if you, if you manifest it and if you know, like this is my goal, um, like don't let one person stop you. Over 50% of black Americans are unmarried and only 2% of black families in America have a net worth over $1 million. We are on our journey to not only join that 2%, but grow that 2%. Facts. I'm Devon Travell, creator of Black Wall Street, the board game with my beautiful co-host. I'm Sinclair, AKA the health nerd. You can go to our website at them4show.com our Instagram at the M4 show and our YouTube channel at melanated married millionaires in the main. And welcome to the M4 show. So I think that coming from where all of us came from, like we were broke college students. Right. But yeah. I think we all knew where we wanted to go. I think we all yeah. saw the, the marriage, the family, the lifestyle that we all wanted to live. And we, we knew we would get there eventually. And like, Megan just said, like, this is my person that I can go through the mud with. This is the person that I can go to the top of the mountain with. I can travel to Dominican Republic with. I can travel to Greece with. I can travel to Spain with some day, right? So mm -hmm. I want to kind of zoom because we, we went through memory lane on the brokenness, uh -huh. right? But now all four of us are real estate owners. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. All four of us are now wow. LLC owners and business owners. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I want to, I want to kind of, learn from you all a little bit and you, you let me know which one you want to dive into first we can go trucking or we can go the the real estate but how did y'all get started in either either industry how did you come up with the mindset of hey queen hey king this is what we're about to invest in together i think well starting with real estate i think that was like our first if we're going chronologically where we first dived into mm. um and for me I was always um, focused on owning a house. I think he was too, like having something that you were going to own. Um, I had all my friends moving out, getting these cute apartments. I was at home. I was dang, that's like, this is so cute. I want to have my space. I'm like stepping on my parents' toes. But um, I knew that I didn't want to pay towards something that I was never going to have ownership in. And that like yeah. irked my soul because I mean, people call me frugal and I'm okay with that, but <laughs> I like calculate like, okay, if I put even just a thousand, even if rent is only a thousand, which we know today, very hard to find. Right. I'm just like, I'm putting $12,000 a year towards something that I'm never going to have like that. I just couldn't sit with that. And I know, um, when after we got married, Danny was also very much looking into ownership, wanting to own something. And so he brought up the idea of the duplex. I was more looking for like house, townhouse, whatever I can get my hands on that I could afford. And then after we got married, um, then you were kind of like, 
I don't know how you came up with the idea or what you looked into because you're always he's always researching something. <laughs> but um, he was like, you know, I think we should get a duplex or you know something. And I was like, a duplex, like, oh, <laughs> you know. And then he's like, yeah, we should get it. And then you know, maybe we can like rent out some of it or have the extra space, whatever. And so then you know, I kind of was like. Of course, for me, I'm like, hmm, that means I could save money. Like, okay, like, uh, I like right, talking your language. Like, I can have my space and, and, you know, have someone else pay for my mortgage. Facts, let me do that. So then I think that's when we dive into the idea of like, how can we get something, own something, and then have somebody else help us, <laughs> help us pay for it? So I don't know how you, um, uh, came up with I place, think, because like, uh, I, it was not too long after I started. It was probably like a year after I started my job, just into my career. Um, Megan's doing her thing. And uh, we met with her grandpa, who's like a financial advisor, you know, had a long career in this, helped all these people manage all these millionaires million accounts, millionaires. So we were like, okay, let's hit up grandpa. Let's That's sit with right. him. So we met with him at a coffee shop. We brought, you know, kind of everything to him, like, hey, this is how much we make, these are expenses, this is what we plan to do. Like Our debt, we buy our, our debt. debt. This is when we like, were consolidating hey, everything. We're like, yeah, okay, we're married yeah. now. This is, we're bringing each other together. That's yeah. Right. We're like, so what do you think? I'm like, what? And then he was like, yeah, you guys can't afford a house. Damn. He, like, he shut us down. He yeah. was like, there's no way you're going to be, be house poor. House poor. Yeah. You're just going to be, it's like, okay, say you get a and house, you're in a house and it. then you're going to be on the floor. You're not going to be able to eat out. You're not going to be able to do anything. Mm. You're just going to be in your house. It's like, I don't think that's the lifestyle you guys want to live. Mm. And yeah. yeah. I, and I, I felt like I was like heartbroken. He out was there. so heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm in my career, making all this money, doing this. Like, and then I was living at home too. Mm -hmm. yeah, so we was blessed in that situation. So we're able to save and, and do things like that. So I was like, okay, cool. And then just hearing that, I was just like, so kind of beat up, just like yeah. I thought we could still do so it. So mentally after, yeah, man. He like, was oh, like, no, I was like, no, I don't like someone telling me I can't do. Because in my head is like this expert, you know. He just right, yeah. like you know, he's seeing this, and then you know, just having she still had like a positive mindset, you know that that was always helpful too. And usually me, I fall down about something for a second, and then I'm like, all right, so how can I fix this? What's the change? Like, what's the uh, course of action? So right. you know, just doing my research, looking up podcasts and different different things like that. Is educating myself, and then I came across owning uh, multi-unit properties and kind of looking into it, and then saw a duplex. I'm like, oh, somebody else pays most of the rent. I'm like, <laughs> and then I started asking people. Some pe people at my church, uh, brother Farrell. I've always known him to to have properties in the community in Compton mm -hmm. uh, near our church, and he was always so helpful. He would rent it out to people at church that were having some difficulties and different things like that. So I hit him up. I was like, hey, brother Farrell, I know you have you know different properties. Like, you got a second to talk to me, and he's like, oh yeah, and he's like telling me about it, kind of explaining it, you know, how to raise the rent, how to refinance, different things like kind of basically how he did it, take equity out. And then mm -hmm. from there, just took notes and kind of did our research and was brought it to Megan. And she uh, accepted it, which is, uh, I was very appreciative and happy of that. Because, you know, some people, they just have their, that goal, like, oh, I just want a house in their head. Like, they don't want to deal with it. They're like, oh, it's risky. And they've never thought about it. So they are, are seen anybody do it. So they're mm -hmm. scared of it. 
And so I was able to tell her, like, hey, our first home, you know, it doesn't have to be our, our dream house. You know, it could just be just a wealth builder. We'll be in it for a while. This is what a lot of people do. Then they do this and they're able to get more and, you know, eventually get into that dream house paid for. So I gave her the yes. plan, kind of explained everything to her. I explained, hey, these are people I talk to, these are people that's done it. And then just from my line of work, I meet people too that's have done it. So when I'm out in the field working, I always run into these people. And then one lady who I met, this older black lady, she was like, oh, if you see any house this specific color in the community, it's guaranteed it's probably mine. And that always stuck to me. Wow. Like, a lot of houses this color, you know, I'll be driving <laughs> around seeing them. Um, so I helping her with her issue. Um, so I've seen the issues. I know the issues firsthand. But I was just, just like, hey, so how did you do this? She's like, oh, yeah, me and my husband, we first had this, and then we bought an apartment, and then we lived in an apartment for a little while, and then we bought this. And she was kind of just breaking down that process, and it was similar. So I've seen the people do it. I've seen older people like gain wealth from it and talked about that uh, processes. So uh, it was just something that we kind of put together and looked into it and just kind of went from there and uh, took action. <laughs> Look, we'll get right back into the amazing podcast. But if you didn't know, in 2017, we created Black Wall Street, the board game, because we thought more families needed to know about the history of Tulsa Black Wall Street. More families needed to know about the legacy of Black excellence left behind of Tulsa Black Wall Street, that we can own a Madam C.J. Walker Beauty Salon. We can have a Booker T. Washington High School. We can have an Uncle Steve's Barbecue. We can have a Renaissance man like Simon Barry who had his own taxi service and bus service that got bought out by the city of Tulsa. We have brilliance in our DNA. We wanted to make sure that your family can play a game that teaches them about this brilliance. So we have Black Wall Street, the board game right here. We had the first edition available in 2017. That got sold out we're on the second edition right now or you can get the beautiful masterpiece version of the game as well it's up to you head to playblackwallstreet.com and get yourself black wall street the board game to empower you your family and generations to come playblackwallstreet.com let's get back to the episode mm -hmm. oh, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of nuggets in that and i see we have we have a few folks that are that are watching live if y'all have any questions feel free to to drop them inside the comments whether it's on facebook or youtube um but one i love that y'all sought counsel yes right I was so say the, that. the grandfather and even the the church members and people within the community like you're asking questions and you're figuring out like all right what's the best way to do this well what's mm -hmm. our situation number mm -hmm. two uh, more particularly for for Megan, you were flexible with the dream, right? Mm -hmm. I want a house. I want to. I want to get something. But once the your husband came to you, your partner came to you with another route of still getting to the dream. It just looks a little bit different. Yeah. You were yeah. still still open to that. And then yeah. the third one, which I think can be an entire new podcast in itself, is y'all consolidated the finances and consolidated debt, which. Growing growing up, my parents kept their money 100% separate. Mm -hmm. We keep our money mostly together, but even some of the debt still separated. So I think there's a yeah. lot of things that we can talk about with even learning uh, the pros and cons of putting debt together. Mm -hmm. But the fact that y'all had that conversation, you're like, you know what? We're building wealth together. So your wealth is my wealth. Your debt is my debt. We are one, I think is also very, very beautiful. Um, yep. Queen, do you have something? Yeah, I was just going to say, I was going to bring up the point as well as... um having the like seeking out help. Right. Yeah. And I think that for a lot of folks, they, 
I think they just look at their like immediate circle and like, well, I don't know anybody like, okay, I guess, you know, I guess I can't do this or go to YouTube or something. But YouTube is great. YouTube That's is a great. great place to start too. Yeah. But I mean, what you saying, like, you know, starting with your family and then, okay, well, you have, an, you have other communities, right? Then you went to church, like, okay, church, who at church do I know that owns properties? Okay. Yeah. At your job. Like, I feel like we all interact with people on a daily basis. You yeah. just have to kind of have that, that like, yeah. <laughs> just be like hey i have questions right yeah, i feel yeah, like it's yeah. hard especially in our community to reach out for help and just like be that person to say like i don't know can you can you yeah, tell yeah. me can you, can you you know let me know your experience but it's so important to get that exposure right. to ask those questions and get somebody's you know um experience firsthand because i feel like that it it does it does something different than like watching a YouTube video. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like watching a YouTube video, it's still semi theoretical because it's like I don't know this person. I can't hit them up and like ask them a question, right? But these people in your community, they may not be, they may or may not be like multimillionaires with a whole bunch of properties, but they yep. have one and you have zero. So that's someone <laughs> yeah. you can learn from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, very true. And yeah. I do I also want to point out to even list seeking help, like in our situation where we didn't get the answer that we wanted, but still mm. pushed past that from a professional. A professional right. who was probably used to dealing with people who had a lot more net worth than we did. Mm. And that's what I took away from it. I'm like, he's used to dealing with people who had millions of dollars off that. So seeing our little saving nest egg he's probably like oh yeah no this is not gonna work out but even after that like you can still find a way like if you if you manifest it and if you know like this is my goal um like don't let one person stop you because it was it was hard to hear but i way i think internalized it differently but for me i was like I don't care. Like I'm still going to go and go after it if I'm house poor or whatever that. And at the end of the day, that wasn't our situation at all. If we would have listened to that, we would have been totally in a different situation than we are now where we still pushed. We still sought other, you know, um, experts, other research and didn't just let one person kind of define what our future was going to be. We just still made our path and pushed for it. So I'll say that too. Sometimes you don't get the answer you want, but I think you can still go for it for sure. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the M4 show and our mission to increase the wealth of black families. If you received any value from this episode, any value at all, any, 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 do us a favor and give us a like and subscribe on YouTube and Apple, Spotify, anything, all of them, all All of them, wherever you're listening, (laughs) go ahead and like and subscribe. And after you like and subscribe, make sure you send this episode to at least one family that you really want to see win. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.